Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I am joined way to the right, uh, not not next to me as usual, by the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. It feels weird sitting in my own chair and recording a podcast. Yeah. It feels a bit unnatural. It's, it's, it's a new and unnatural experience, but we're all getting used to n- new things. <laughs> like all the cats in the house are like staring at me as I talk to a blank screen. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? And when will like, you turn why away? Still here? Like, don't you have places to be? They're waiting for you to turn, turn around so they can chew in the cables. No, well, that too, but the, <laughs> I swear to God, the big ones become Irish. Like, as soon as I turn my back, you'll steal my beer. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds about right. So, also with us today, uh, Dominic DiCarlo, down from Tampa. What's up, man? Hey, Steve. I'm good to be back. Good to have you back. I know you. Uh, it's been quite an adventure the past like couple months for for all of us. I think between <laughs> between this, but you especially had had quite an adventure. So, <laughs> yes, our house uh, pipe burst in the walls, so our house flooded uh, about a month and a half, two months ago. And so life is between flooding and uh, plagues. Life has been pretty biblical for the last couple of months. But. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> which uh, which uh, would play? We got what do you got? Crickets next, or frogs, or something like that? Something locusts, isn't it? <laughs> locusts. I'm yeah, Catholic. That's right. I don't read. I don't read the Bible. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's because so. you're Catholic. The Bible is in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and only the priests learn it. Um, so, all right. And then we got a special guest today, uh, Scott from Hexiled Gaming. Scott, what's up, man? Oh, you Yo! intro music. <laughs> hey. hey, everybody. I want to dedicate this intro to the guy on YouTube who said my videos are too loud. Your videos are too loud. <laughs> that guy just needs to turn down just, his volume. Yeah, I just installed a compressor actually today to take care of that. But this one's for you, guy. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. Um, so I wanted to have you on the podcast today uh, because obviously we've got the whole quarantine situation going on, which has made in-person X-Wing impossible for the time being. And mm-hmm. you have been, uh, you know, you have Hexiled Gaming, which is your, your Twitch channel. You have a YouTube channel as well. And mm-hmm. you have been streaming uh, X-Wing games, uh, t- tabletop simulator X-Wing games like a freaking madman for like a month and a half. And it's been awesome. So I, I definitely I wanted to have you on to talk about that and and a couple of other things, too. But we're going to talk about online X-Wing today, which is, uh, you know, obviously the, everybody's doing it. So we're mm-hmm. talking about it. But <laughs> yep. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Also, before we get too too far, we're going to go around. I, am I the only one that got a drink? No, oh, oh, I have one. Oh, yeah, okay, good. I have a drink. Okay, excellent, good. So I've got. Uh, I'm I, a little I, insulted. You assumed we. Were. Well, it's we're <laughs> yeah. we're recording really early today, which is just un, it's unusual for us. So it's, can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, got to start somewhere, right? So I got a Sam Adams summer ale, which is uh, which is nice and tasty, and uh, it's what I was able to get at Publix. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> Joe, what do you got? See, I feel bad because your local Publix isn't as good as mine. It is not. Large. Yeah, yours yours has but, uh, like a crazy beer section. Yeah, my beer section is phenomenal. So I'm actually drinking from my local Publix, Swamphead Brewery's uh, Tropical Vibes, which is a mango guava wheat. It's fantastic. Nice. Swamphead's based out of uh, Gainesville, if everybody's not, not familiar. Yeah. Dom, what do you got? Nothing crazy. I'm just on the, the usual killing yinglings. Yeah. Uh, the um, <laughs> I have a... The place I've been going for liquor is in walking distance. I have a, you know, 
just post prohibition era liquor store a block from my house so. nice but they don't have a huge craft beer selection so yeah so all right scott what do you got well all right so at first i'm gonna sound like a tool i'm gonna say i'm drinking a natural lime white claw because I want to get drunk on as few calories as possible. But I will say, I, I didn't realize this was a part of the podcast. And I'm very excited about it because, uh, and we'll talk about it later, but we're in the midst of the Kyber Cup, the digital championship. And one of the things I've been trying to do is invent a Kyber cocktail. So maybe you guys can give me some ideas of what to put in it. My first thing was to try and make, to, to adapt a Moscow Mule. I like that little bit of spiciness, a little bit of uh, fizz. What else? What can I do to invent that Kyber cocktail? Well, you're trying to you're trying to make it colorful, right? Because of the different colored Kyber. Yeah, crystals. I was thinking green, red. Yeah, grenadine's easy. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I mean, is this a cocktail for if you win or if you lose? Uh, it's for me if I'm streaming. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> this is we me did use, in we the did finals. Have a tradition for a while that if you won a game of of x-wing you got to drink a beer and if you lost mm-hmm. you had to drink a limerita so if this is Hold a shame based activity you know limerita goes great with just about nothing i did say i was drinking a lime white claw right yes <laughs> oh but <lime laughs> of my own volition so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> at least a white claw has a purpose yeah, yeah you're right so what about maybe like uh i mean I don't know. You could the, the thing is, you're you're going to generally get like one color, right? And Kyber crystals come yeah. in all colors. So, so the the first thing I tried was to to do the Moscow Mule, and instead of the lime juice, I went with Malone, the uh, the green liqueur, um, and pineapple juice because I was like, oh, it'll be green, it'll be melon and pineapple, it'll be very citrusy. That was awful, truly awful. It was green, it was fizzy, but the flavor was terrible. Don't do that. Other than that, uh, I'm lost. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had it was a... really an accessory? Mm. I'm sorry. So, like, I feel like you need, like, one of those novelty cups you get at, like, Fourth of <laughs> July parades or something that have the uh-huh. light in the bottom. Oh, and do it I've with got some those. Sort of clear liquid. Yeah. Yeah. The little lights. Or, or you could do, or you could do colored ice cubes. Mm hmm. That could look well, interesting. Well, I was. I was Hoping to come up with a recipe that I could maybe share with the community, oh, and so yeah. we could all have our Kyber cocktails together. Okay, but uh, huh. huh? Yeah, I got to find well, some other. I mean, for... maybe we, red's easy because of grenadine, so maybe yeah. I just go that way and abandon the green altogether. Maybe you or can curacao for blue. Maybe you can do. Uh, you know how like they have the drinks that will have like the different density liquids, so like one kind of oh, rises so they to the separate. top. And, yeah, they separate, and you mm-hmm. get the different colors. Maybe we can find yeah. a mixture of that. Okay, I don't know. We'll have to, where, we'll have to if, think about this. If people this. have suggestions, where can they send those? They can send those. <laughs> and they where can, can I monitor? They can send those to the Florida Man Plays X-Wing Facebook page. Just post them on there. Excellent. Scott, I'll Scott, be there every morning. Scott, you can morning. see them there <laughs> every morning. If I get any, I'll forward them to you. <laughs> you can also, you know, Scott's streaming almost all the time. So just go on Twitch and you can just post them in the chat too. So, <laughs> If you want to be really adventurous, there is another green liqueur that I like quite a bit, but it's a little bit out there. Is it absinthe? Um, Let's say absinthe. <laughs> no, I was not. I actually hate absinthe, so that was not I what I was. Too, actually, yeah. That's uh, tough. It's called chartreuse, right? Which is what chartreuse. the chartreuse. It's what the color is. The you know the color green is named after the drink because the drink is green. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a French liqueur, um, very herbal kind of thing. But it's good. It, okay. It's really good in a mixed drink called the Last Word. I don't know if you're a gin drinker at all. I can be. <laughs> okay, take a I look at start. the Last Word. Uh, it's got okay. chartreuse in it. It's really good. Yeah. 
All right. Well, there's an option. All right. Well, we'll we'll figure this out. We'll we'll get everybody on this, and we'll <laughs> we'll figure this out. I'm tasking this podcast. <laughs> tasking the po- the podcast. Um, all right. So Scott, tell tell us about Hexal Gaming. Tell us about your Twitch channel and and, and what you've been doing. Because one of the things I think is interesting is that this is something you've been doing for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, and it's been obviously it's become kind of an explosion now with with this whole coronavirus thing. So how is you know. What is the channel? What's it about? And how is uh, all this quarantine affecting your uh, viewership? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Hexeld Gaming is my X-Wing focused uh, Twitch and YouTube channel. Um, I've been streaming on that three years, I think. Uh, and originally I-, I had started out streaming video games on a channel called TheHeatSeeker.com. Um, and eventually a friend of mine got me into X-Wing and I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch over. I'm going to start focusing on X-Wing because it consumed all of my life and I cared about it a little bit more than I did most video games. Um, so I switched over, created a new channel, Hexiled Gaming, and I was streaming a little bit at my local store, but that's, this was at the end of 1.0 and it was only going downhill. Yeah. Uh, less and less people showing up. Not super competitive at my store. Um, maybe eight to ten people at most. Um so I switched over and started streaming, I think, a little bit of Vassal at first, and eventually found TTS. And, man, that was amazing. And suddenly I had international uh, competitors, um, way more competition, way more variety. Um, and that was two years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would stream when I wasn't working and just made it a habit of streaming on TTS because the, the local wasn't that huge. And I've been streaming that for that long, and suddenly this pandemic happens, and now everybody's playing on Vassal and TTS. Suddenly there's more people, um, and it just so happened that the uh, the Kyber Cup, which I'd worked on with uh, a guy named Sharky on Discord, um, he couldn't handle this current season of the uh, this digital championship that he runs. So I stepped in and I said, hey, man, I would love for this season of Kyber Cup to happen. Uh, and he was like, well, you know what? If you can run it, go for it. So myself and a friend, Mike, have taken over and started running it. And uh, it's a free tournament. Currently has 88 people with prize support for the top eight. So really, really excited about it. it gives us something to uh, to focus on during these times. Yep. And I am uh, I'm playing in it. I'm currently currently one and one so you mm-hmm. know making making headway i'm getting you still getting, got a shot i still got a shot i got another game you know my third game this week we'll see what happens but the uh it's it's interesting to me getting used to the um i've i've dabbled in the the online platforms like more so vassal than tts but i actually did use tts a little bit in 1.0 and um it's uh it, it has a much different feel obviously than playing on the table um Mm -hmm. and uh i know i've i I, there's every once in a while like i think it's i just won't change my camera angle or something and i'll be and i'll do something i'm like yeah that'll work for sure and then like not even close and it's like wow what the you know what was i even looking at you know (laughs) um that that happens to me on occasion so (laughs) um that's that's something i'm still kind of working through as far as like trying to get better at playing in the online forum um you know how much do you you see see that kind of stuff on your streams that people are that you messing think, up? Yeah, well, not just messing up, but you, how much do you think that affects people's play uh, in, in like the online format? Well, my, my question to you would be, uh, are, you, 
Are you using any specific camera? Um, are you sort of playing from your side of the table? Are you doing a straight top down view? Or? I, I generally play from my side of the table and I kind of will go to a top down view at, uh, at mm -hmm. times it kind of depends i try to move it around a little because i think you really do have to move it around because like when you're playing yeah live on a table you know you can move your head and <laughs> get a different angle or kind of like shift over a little bit and and see that see that angle a little bit differently and that was one of the things like yeah. i would forget to do when i first started playing especially on tts because it is 3d compared to vassal which yeah. is just the permanent top-down view um which kind of has its own other visual perspective challenge to it um when you right when you, can't change that look at all so um so yeah so I, I think part of it is for me just getting used to like doing that all the time and like being yeah like, and yes, there, I do need there to are definitely there are definitely people who will say oh that would never have happened in real life you know i, I would have never done that yeah um so i don't know i mean some of it is yeah are you are you actively moving your camera around like you would move around a table I think there's there's probably more information in something like TTS, especially than there would be in real life. You can sort of get in there a little closer. You yeah. can get a straight down camera view that you couldn't physically get your body into. Yeah, you can um, get the so uh, Duncan you, Howard view. I don't know if you've ever seen mm -hmm. seen him do that, where not. he like stands up on a chair. <laughs> he's already tall, like he's like six five or whatever. But uh, I mean, I don't want to. I'm not. I hope I'm not shortchanging him. But he'll like I've seen. I saw him at one tournament get up on a chair and like. <laughs> looked looked down on the table even from it even you know to get to get that top down <laughs> view it was pretty funny but <laughs> um yeah. so yeah so it's the you know the angling and all that stuff is kind of is interesting and different something i know i'm getting used to like i played on your stream on sunday right and mm -hmm. I, I did that there was that one part with whisper where i did like the two forward and then into the one hard and like put me flat on a rock and uh, yeah. I just, I, I didn't, I, I just, the, the angle I looked at it, I was like, oh, that'll be fine. Like that's you know, like, if I had actually <laughs> looked at it, like actually moved the camera around and been like, oh yeah, I probably should have uh, done the two hard or, or the three hard to be safe. But maybe that's, maybe that is part of it is that if you're sitting at your computer, there's just like less impetus to actually get up and move around like you would with your, your body. I mean, yeah. you just kind of get to that comfortable position and you get to that sort of stream view of this is the match and you don't move your camera around that much yeah so yeah i just and i think there's also a little bit of uh of a time pressure because mm -hmm. you're sitting there and it's like people like you don't have anybody actually looking at you so you don't have that that feedback and so you're kind of like i'm i, f I feel a little rushed at times like where i'm just kind of uh, like oh I'm, i just got to do this because i feel like i'm taking too long because i'm fiddling with the controls or whatever so <laughs> is this playing on stream or just on tts and just general? on tts in general um okay. especially in a because tts is generally timed matches it's a little right. easier in vassal when you're doing like the round counters because you don't feel as bad about taking time to do something because it's i mean yeah it's wasting time but it's not affecting the game at all but right. um so yeah it just depends on kind of how you're how you're playing a little bit but mm -hmm. uh so dom you've got some uh, some online experience what's uh what 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 do you normally play online I have actually never played TTS uh, X-Wing. I've never used it for anything. Um, <clears throat> but I have not played it for, uh, played X-Wing on it. Mostly because I'm cheap and it, you know, costs money and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure at some day, you know, some point, probably not too long from now, I'll break down and do that. Uh, I played a fair bit of Vassal, both uh, back in, you know, back in the day, 1.0 and, uh, and in 2.0. Mostly it's just using it for, like, tournament prep or practicing, you know, trying squads out and, you know, 
because as you say, obviously it's not practicing certain skills. Yeah. You know, that you need for X-wing, um, but it is telling you some. It's basically a, a really accurate head sim. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you can do a really, you know, a really good, you know, run through of a joust or whatever. You know, pretty effectively. So. Yeah. So. All right, well, Joe, you've never played any of this stuff, right? Are you gonna? Do you want to try? Are you gonna no, try no, it out? That's bullshit. I used Vassal <laughs> years before you did. Well, not for X-wing. I'm talking about X-wing specifically. But but what oh, did you what did uh, you play on Vassal uh, before? I like in 2004, Travis and I were playing uh, Dreamblade on Vassal. Dreamblade. There you go. What about uh, and you used Octagon too, right? For uh, I used Octagon a lot actually for uh, Star Wars uh, LCG. Mm-hmm. And I've actually used. Um, Jinteki a lot for... It's actually weird because I've actually played a lot of card games online, believe it or not. Yeah. I've used um, Jinteki to play Netrunner quite a bit. For a long time, I was playing... Using Genpuku to play the Lord of the Rings collectible card game. And I've used Holodeck to play Star Wars CG many, many times. So actually, believe it or not, I've actually done a lot of online tabletop gaming. Well, there you go. I just downloaded uh, Tabletopia the other day, which is very much like Tabletop Simulator, but free... Oh. Unfortunately, it doesn't play X-Wing. Yeah, that, that, I'm sure somebody from the community would have to dig into building a mod for it, which would be, you know, it's already a big, it's a big feat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, um, it's a really good simulator for board games, more specifically, I think, mm-hmm. than Tabletop Simulator is. It's sort of more geared towards that. Okay. Does anybody mess with Fly Casual? I have, I have played it. I have used it a couple times. The AI is so weird, though, that it's... Yeah. It's it's a little strange. I guess it's 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 kind of interesting. So Fly Casual, for those that don't know, is a is another um, computer based X Wing thing. But you can play it against it. It has an AI that you can play against. So you can mm-hmm. just kind of put together a list and put together and have the AI either randomize a list or give it a list to play. And uh, and then you can kind of just go at it. And it's it can the good thing about it is you can play really quickly because you're because yeah. the AI obviously is going to do things really quickly. And if you're just trying to get some like early reps in with a, with a, like a new concept for a list or something, I can I, I think it's good for that because it's like, OK, here's, you know, this concept I have, this idea I have. And I just want to get it really quickly onto a table and just see like how some of these interactions work and how it feels to play it. Um, but I think anything beyond that, you, you, you need to move to playing against real people. So. But yeah. uh, but, it but is just so people know, it, it is free and it yeah it's a little more cinematic because they have more animations and mm-hmm. sounds and stuff. So it, it embraces the nature of being on a PC a little bit more. Yeah yeah, but it is a, it it's is not a, a really straight cool, translation. Yeah, it's a really cool program though. So if it's yep. if, if it's something you want to mess with and you don't want to uh, have to try and go find matches online and that kind of stuff, you can yep. you can certainly put you're, that on the computer very and load it up. Speaking my language here, and you said it is quicker. <laughs> It's very fast because the AI just like, you know, it just makes decisions instantly. It doesn't, you know. You're never waiting on an opponent. Yeah. yeah. So, so I haven't used it before. Can you play PvP on Fly Casual? Or is not it yet. Versus AI? Okay. It's it's in the alpha stage. He posted all the time on um, on Slack and some other places, I think on Reddit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in our early alpha, but uh, it's free. So I think you can and just download it from its PC GitHub. Or is this? Yeah, it's PC. It's PC, definitely. I don't know if they're if it's on Mac, maybe. I don't have a Mac, but I'm on my PC right now. I'm looking at. Oh, then is this sure. at a? Is this on a GitHub? Uh, I, I think so. I think casual? that's where. You, yeah, I think that's where you download it from. Before I go downloading the herpes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too late for some of us. Too late. 
<laughs> so, wow, you think we're all quarantined? Yeah, uh, right. But I'm pumped. Actually, I decided not to make any jokes about that. I'd like to rescind my previous joke. <laughs> I'm rescinding <laughs> my quarantine jokes. Yes, I see. A oh, I'm embracing my herpes joke. Money. Where's the button for downloading? Oh, download on Windows. Hey. There you go. Look at me. I'm going to do internet things. Could, in could you walk me through your whole process of downloading things from the internet? Uh, mm, I think go I through the installer, did. too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's a button that says download and then Windows. I have Windows. Oh, boy. Oh, we man. can do this off stream. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right, well, let's, let's move on from installing Fly Casual. <laughs> so, um, all right, so tell us, uh, so how's the Kyber Cup going so far, Scott? How, how's, how's running it been, been for you? It's great. This is, uh, you know, I've, I've run a few small scale events at my store of like eight to 10 people um, on TTT, but this was a nice 88 person event on TTT to run and create rounds and stuff. So it was a nice little uh, uh, crash course in that. So far, no real problems. Um, it's we're on round three of five of Swiss. Each round takes about a week. Um, yeah, so it's it's going well so far. No, no big problems. Very nice. The uh, are, are you watching? Are, are there any lists or anything that you're excited by? Um, I have honestly have not gone through all the lists. Um, okay. I mean, most of what I've seen so far. Well, see, I, I mean, I've most of what I've seen of the other people of other people's lists have been what I've seen on your stream. So mm-hmm. um, that one list, that one game today with uh, the Constable Zuvio list. Was oh yeah, ridiculous. Uh- <laughs> so that guy, uh, Monkey, is a a, a, a modder for. TTS or for for the mod uh, the uh, X-Men yeah. mod. His mods are um, crazy. And he yeah, he animated all of his ships. His uh Constable Zuvio, we we had a little digital painting competition 2 weeks ago, I think, and his Zuvio uh got second place to uh another guy who plays a lot on TTS Modest. Um his fire spray. Um and so I made the top 2 people build a list and fly against each other and I was astounded by how well that Zuvio did. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, and again today, spoilers, it did very well. <laughs> yeah, I mean that Zuvio like single single handedly took took out Bosk and 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 Kets and uh, Asajj or whatever Asajj, it was. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I mean, the, yeah, man, because he he lost like two ships in a, immediately. Like they just got blown yeah. off the table, and it was like, oh man, this this is going a very specific way, yeah. and all of a sudden Bosk just dropped. Yeah, yeah, he did like four. He did like. Four damage to Bosk with a with a with a proxy with because they had like a fuel leak on him and then yep. dropped the proxy which did a damage rolled a crit which set off the fuel leak into a loose stabilizer after he'd already set his maneuver which wasn't yep. a straight maneuver so another damage yep. over a rock another damage I mean it was like uh, it, was <laughs> it was insane yeah <laughs> oh god it has sound yeah no <laughs> oh no, what are you playing are you no. opening fly casual he's playing fly casual right now. <laughs> Wow, who knew this would this, this is what this podcast would become? Oh, you did, I, <laughs> an I mean, ad for Fly Casual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he can't turn it off. I think I killed it. Okay, all right. It seemed neat. The other from the very he's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think that's one of the things that I've found interesting just watching the stream. Your stream is like, I mean, people play a lot of weird stuff on there. And which is cool because I think it was a lot of experimentation Um, and you see some crazy games on there. Like there's there's certain games like like a lot of games are normal, but there's a lot of them, a number of them that are just like, wow, that's that was some crazy shit. (laughs) 
Oh, and that, you know what? That is something, uh, one of the things I did early on is I was getting too many sort of meta matches and I was like, I need a way to encourage people to fly something weird. So I, I I started doing bounty matches where Mm -hmm. I would, uh, I would have three cards a month and I'm like, Hey, if you guys fly a list with one of these cards and win, um, I'll give you a certain amount of points. And then the person at the end of the uh, month with the most amount of points, I'm going to send you some alt arts. I'm going to send you something, actual nice. physical X-Wing prizes. Um, so that got people flying some real funky stuff and trying to force things to work that weren't meta or yeah. were just straight up bad. Um, so that's that's been fun as well, getting bizarre lists on the channel. Yeah. How is the um, How long has that bounty thing last? I know you've been on, you've got three different cards that you have the bounties for, mm-hmm. right? And that's been uh, You've been on those three, I think, for a little while at least. April. Yeah, it'll be uh, those three cards for the month. And okay. then at the end, we'll uh, award the person with the most points. So and this month these, is uh, what? Hand. Go ahead. Where are these prizes coming from? Um, me or anybody that sends them to me. Um, so I, I've made my own alt arts. Um, a few people send me some as well as just donations. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so like right like this now, month, what are the cards this month? Uh, Angle Deflectors, Naboo Handmaiden, and ISB Slicers. Okay, yeah, and those are definitely yeah. not seen a lot on, <laughs> yeah. on the tables. Uh, and I don't, I don't think the matches are changing anybody's minds on those cards. The Handmaidens have actually been doing um, better than I would think, but not because of their ability, just because... Yeah, uh, just because the the in one is okay and passive sensor torp in ones are yeah. decent. Yeah, I was playing. I was practicing a hyperspace list uh, actually for Crate Cup that was going to be mm-hmm. um, Danae Elberger with uh, oh, proton yeah. torps, passive sensors, and like Ahsoka Plo and Obi. Oh um, man, D- Danae with um, R two is it C four? Which which one's the one that allows you to change your dial or change oh, the speed? R two A six. R2A6 and then somebody with sense. So you yeah. look at their dial and then you change your maneuver based on it. Yeah. Oh, it's so mean. Yeah, it's really mean. I mean, it was pretty great. Like even with even just without that, with just Danae, it's like I'm gonna do yeah. a you know whatever speed maneuver I do, and then like I try to which you know try to keep the arc wide, and then mm-hmm. see what falls into the net, and then use passive sensors yeah. to be like, okay, you're my Huckleberry. You're the person who went the same speed as me. So. You know, that that's that's just, you know, fun. And then she's you double modder with Ahsoka's ability because that bypasses the passive sensor. Restriction. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's super it's it was actually pretty damn good as long like as long as you got that range control and the, the opening engagement. Right. Absolutely. So people are people are sleeping on Denis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she's a fun little piece to put in there. And, she's you know, it's she's not she's not bad. So I, I certainly wouldn't build a list around her. But um, but as a. Uh, if you've got the points and that's the type of list you're looking at, then yeah, she can look. She can fit in there. all you guys who got your Chrome in ones. Yeah, just fly Denis in, yeah. in the Chrome. Yeah, you're gonna have fun. Just Chrome out with with Denis and <laughs> we'll be good. <laughs> so, all right. So, what else is uh, what else is going on in in the in the the world of of Hexiled? So, I know you got the uh, you got the Kyber Cup and and mm-hmm. obviously your channel. You're running six days a week. Um, <laughs> which I, I think, I think people look at that and they're like, Oh, he's really dedicated. No, my wife works six days a week, yeah. which means I need something to fill my time. Yeah. So I'm going to stream those days. Otherwise I feel guilty. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, 
you could easily be sit, just sitting on your ass watching TV. So, oh, I am sitting on my ass. Yeah, <laughs> Make yeah. no mistake, I am not standing. <laughs> you gotta get a standing desk and a street. I, I have a I have a drafting table that I did start as a standing desk, but we have since then lowered that thing. Yeah. and gotten a real chair. Yeah. So, so um, you know, and Scott, I, I've actually known you. Fair, fair amount of time now, because I think I, I met you. Must have been when you first started Hexiles, because I, I think the first mm-hmm. time I met you it was, was at fairly that st- early on. I think I did the was it the uh, the campaign against cancer event? Was that the first time? No, the first time I met you was that store championship in Savannah or in Statesboro. Oh yes, the, the one that I won. Statesboro, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the nice. one I won. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, Statesboro. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, because um, I think I ended up playing like three or four games on your stream that day. Mm-hmm. but man um, that was early yeah yeah that was uh so i think that was the first time i met you and then and then you came down and, and streamed the campaign against cancer last year and our mm-hmm. and our uh, hyperspace trial yep so yep. and we were scheduled to have you come down for the campaign against cancer again this year and um and then hopefully our prime championship which will happen hopefully happen at some point so mm-hmm. ho- hopefully those like well right now cac is technically rescheduled for july 18th you know barring okay stuff so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens there but uh you know keep your calendar open for that if you if you dare leave the house so absolutely i mean jack so if anybody doesn't know i'm in savannah stevens in jacksonville so that's a two-hour drive that's easy breezy so yeah nice fun store to go to yeah so hopefully we'll Probably have my some- second favorite store Oh yeah, what's your what's your first favorite? I think it's Atomic Empire. Have you ever been up there? I think it's in Durham. Yeah, in Durham. I, I well, I was supposed to go for Crate Cup, and um, I was in the car and uh, got to the North Carolina border when when North Carolina governor canceled all events over 100 people, and had yep. to turn around and drive home. That's the giant one with beer taps, right? Yes. Yeah, I haven't been in yeah. there yet. That yeah. was that was Come gonna on, be guys. my first time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, that's. The, uh, I, I plan. I hopefully get to go there. At some I played. I played there once. The internet was awesome. Everybody there was awesome. The store is huge, so there's plenty of space to set up a stream. There was a private room, so I could yell all I wanted, oh, nice. and the players couldn't hear me. So just That's amazing, awesome. amazing, wow. amazing, um, and beer, obviously. So and wow, beer. yeah, yeah. The beer is the most important part. I, I did, mean, that really sure. pushed it over. Otherwise, it would have been Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I wish uh, that's the one thing cool stuff is missing is is beer. <laughs> but I don't know what their corporate policies on that are. So <laughs> I feel like if you don't ask them, then it's whatever you want it to be. Mm, yes. <laughs> mm, I may or may not have drank in cool stuffs a couple of times. So. <laughs> I'll just leave that. I oh, may, I straight up have. I may There's have no denying it. I may have definitely drank in cool stuff parking lots many times. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's a venerable Florida man tradition. Yeah, that is. So um, property. Yeah. The the real bummer is Savannah. You can walk around with your your alcohol, mm-hmm. but I live and my local game store is in Pooler, which is just outside of Savannah. Oh. Can't do it. Oh. Rough. Yeah. Real yeah. bummer. Real bummer. Can't bring in like a wet. You wheelies. know. Oh, don't you know dude, don't tempt me with a sugar-free color cap. <laughs> what were you saying, Dom? I was just gonna say, you know, a, a land is civilized when you can drink outside. Yeah. Right on yeah. the riverfront. Too. It's it's weird because I've spent all of my years um, able to drink alcohol in Savannah. So going to other places, it's like, oh, I I can't just walk out the door with this drink. You yeah. can't give me a to-go drink. <laughs> 
Which, which is funny because now that's a thing. Because like I don't, I still don't think you're allowed to like actually walk around and drink them outside. But like everybody's like got to go. You can get to go alcohol now and like take it home at least. But like you know, I I don't weird. know if you guys have ever tried it, but there's a Korean place near my house, and um, my wife and I just had an anniversary, and she went to the Korean place to pick up our dinner. And I was like, see if we can get soju. Have you guys ever had soju? No. Oh, I love soju. <laughs> oh, my God. Soju is just the it is such a intense drink in the, in the amount of alcohol with none of the taste of alcohol. It is so incredibly it's dangerous. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> I have I have yeah, and water spoilers. We were able to and we have two bottles of it in the fridge. So, mm. Mm. Yeah, it's so it's like to. fortified wine-ish alcohol content, right? It's like 18 to mm-hmm. 20%, something like that. Yep. And Ooh. and it's deceptive because it's kind of sweet and it's got like yep. an alcoholy taste a little bit. So like imagine vodka but like very watered down but then sweet. So like you don't really notice the alcohol there. Um hmm. but then it comes in beer-sized bottles. Hmm. But of course, it's four times as strong. So the first time I had, I bought some soju, and then it comes in like a six pack or a four pack. I don't remember. We don't want to tell it in. The first time <laughs> I bought soju, the first, I, I, that would be amazing. Uh, I do not know. Uh, but the first time I bought some, I bought like a, a four pack of it. I was like, oh, this is just like four beers or whatever. And so I had all oh, four no. of them at lunch. <laughs> oh, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> I shared one with my wife the first time, and I was like, "We better call the Uber, babe." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, I remember my uh, I went to a bachelor party in Savannah one time, and we uh, the first like we got there, dropped everything in the hotel room, and then like immediately went to uh, the place where you can get the uh, the alcoholic slushies. What's the uh, name of it? Wet Willies. Wet Willies. Yeah, that's wet it. Willies, yeah, yeah. It's just like immediately went to Wet Willies and got like this giant alcoholic like slushy filled with 151 and i just Mm -hmm. and i drank that thing and i was like good i was more than good yep (laughs) that guys get a call a cab and don't drink anything for the rest of the night because i've made the mistake of drinking after that and i don't remember how i got home yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. but uh yes according to the internet Soju, I, i googled the soju come in 40s and they claim that the abv comes in 40 but not 40 ounces at a time. Mm. Mm. That's mm. that's too bad. We'll have to make our own 40s. We'll have to get a funnel. We'll have to <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what we'll do. We'll we'll take one of the uh one of the steel reserve 40s and and uh refill it with this stuff and then convince Travis to drink it at Dragon Con. <laughs> I think this is a marvelous idea. <laughs> but you know what else is in Savannah that's cool since we're on the subject? Uh have you been to the Chromatic Dragon yet? Oh, I uh, I kickstarted it. I gave a hundred dollars really? to yeah, starting the Chromatic Dragon. I have a T-shirt that I wore two days ago. Nice. We uh, we for those there of last us time not, we were out there. That place is fantastic. What is the Chromatic Dragon? For those of us not in the know. Oh, okay. Um, the Chromatic Dragon is a it's like a nerd gastropub. So like it's nerd themed, where everything on the menu is all sorts of different nerd puns. All the mixed drinks are named after you know fantasy characters. They have a wide variety of board games that you can play while you're sitting there having a beer. Cool. They also have some nice. really big screens in the back with the uh, PlayStation so you can play, you know, Street Fighter on a 80-inch television. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome cool place. We enjoyed it. They actually they, they opened a second location where I live, and I was really excited about it. 
because they they actually had it where every booth had its own monitor and video game uh, controllers. And that That's was awesome. amazing. Also, the trivia there was great, but uh, it did not survive. And so now it's oh, just the one downtown. Oh. Um, but my name's good, on the wall oh, downtown. Nice. Yep. Pretty good game shop right down the strip mall from it, too. It's 8-Bit Donut. Uh, that has not survived either. No. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. Because Jolly Goblin was the place to play X-Wing downtown. Wasn't a huge uh, group of people, but I would go on Thursday nights to try and support them. But, uh, yeah, that uh, they, they eventually consolidated. They actually have a donut shop now, 8-Bit Donuts, and they put their board game material in there. So. Ah, nice. Yep. Well, if you, ever, if you ever have a chance to visit Savannah, I do recommend it. It's a great, it's a great town to, to visit and hang out in. And walk okay. around and drink in. Yeah. yeah, walk around and drink. There you go. There's what what um, more uh, do you need? Nope, now I won't be able to remember the name of it. What's the... um? Right down by Leopold's down there was a really cool, like, vintage action figures and board games oh, and video games. Oh, Planet store. Fun. Planet yep. Fun. It's which fantastic. Which actually had a Spellfire deck in it and a Jihad deck, which we bought. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, old dishes of Nintendo Power and, like, Master of the Universe figure. It was really super cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really neat store, too. Yeah, we, we were slowly adding... Um, nerdy stuff into downtown so there's a a a cupcake shop called mad max and that opened up and then they opened up a comic book store next to it and then have since uh added a board game shop not a full you know store with tables and stuff to play in but uh a bunch of nerdy t-shirts and and memorabilia and stuff as long as well as board games so we're, we're getting more and more of that stuff into the town so wait, are you telling me that the market is saturated enough that you have a nerdy donut and and a nerdy cupcake shop? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Correct. <laughs> oh, all right. Just I mean, check. These, these are separate from the nerd bar and separate from the nerd, you know, action figure 8-Bit Donuts, store. Chromatic yeah. Dragon, uh, Nerdheim, and Mad Max. Yep. Play wow. fun. Those are the That's four. Incredible. I feel like uh, yep. I mean Savannah is home to SCAD, which I think uh, yeah. drastically affects the, uh, <laughs> the the local the local scene. Yeah, but, that's where I went. Yeah. Um, so so uh, so Scott, when, do you ever get to play anymore? Or no, uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, so I, I I was thinking about this before the podcast because I figured somebody would ask me what I'm flying, and I'm like, oh no, I I wake up in the morning. I make my wife lunch and breakfast. I send her off to work, sit down at the computer, upload video or upload videos from the previous night's streams, mm-hmm. um, change the descriptions, make the custom thumbnails, all that stuff. So that takes a little while. Um, then I, now with Kyber, I check all the scores, update the TTT, all that stuff. And then by 11 or 12, start the stream. Stream from 11 to 12 to about 6 or 7, which is around when my wife would come home. In the stream, make dinner, spend a little bit of time with my wife, go to sleep, and then do it all over again. So there's no time for me to actually play the game of X-Wing. <laughs> yeah. Which is I, insane. I, I figured you, you, you weren't getting any reps in. <laughs> no. Which is fine. I'm, I'm, yeah. I like to watch. <laughs> I, I find myself very... I'm not super competitive, and uh, it's it's a little stressful for me. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice sitting back and watching matches and thinking about what could be, but not actually having the pressure to make those decisions myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, for for anybody that hasn't watched, and and um, I suggest you do. Um, you know, your Scott's a very um, 
it's a pretty animated uh, play caller. <laughs> so <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the intro. Yeah. <laughs> so um, not all the time, but there's time that there, there's certain maneuvers. I, it's funny because I, I went back and rewatched the game I played on Sunday because I, mm-hmm. I turned the stream off while I was playing. And I was curious when I did that 4K. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I was like, I wonder if I got a reaction for this. So I went back and, and watched it and you were like, oh, <laughs> like, like I was like, yes, that's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. I literally did <laughs> that because I was like, if this works, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> see, I'm more afraid that people are going to watch their games back and they're going to be like, why would Scott think I'd do that? What a complete idiot. <laughs> so I try to never commit to anything like this is definitely what Steven's going to do. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Well, you can't commit. You can't. You can't commit because you can't get in a person's or I, head. But. I try to. I try to hold back from saying this is what they should do. Yeah, because um, I'm just gonna get proven wrong and look like an idiot. <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, like I said. Just uh, oh, what about your video? I know um, your TTS um, how-to video. I think has kind of blown up yeah. a little bit too. How- yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like such an idiot for not uh, not monetizing that because I, I use copyrighted music in the oh, tutorial, no. so I can't make any money off of it. Oh, no. So right now it's just like, hey, if you like that video, maybe check out the rest of the channel. But yeah, yeah. the uh, the tutorial for Vassal or Vassal for TTS, I actually did make a Vassal tutorial back in the day, but it's woefully outdated. Um, but the TTS tutorial, uh, yeah, definitely a big big seller for me, even if it makes me no money. But yeah. uh, even. Uh, Gold Squadron. I, I I was watching their um, their stream the other day, and I, I said something, and Dion was like, "Hey Scott, you know Hexile Gaming, we're we're using your tutorial. We we didn't even bother making a tutorial because yours are so good. So it yeah. was really really flattering." Yeah. So what are you up to here? You're up to uh, almost ten thousand views on that tutorial video. Jesus. <laughs> Where was it at before? I think there was, Where was it at there was like a two point months ago? When the pandemic, <sighs> it was under a thousand, I think. Yeah. Um, because there, there was a point when I looked at it. And I think Harry Nick had a TTS tutorial and his beat me. And I was like, come on, man, I edited this. Like I wrote a script and I put it in Premiere. Yeah. Like, I worked so hard on this. And this guy, you know, I, I was trying to be a little bit better than somebody who just sat down in front of a microphone and, and walked through it because that's what had existed before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, luck, luckily, it feels weird to say that because we're in a pandemic situation. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, this situation has resulted in a lot more views. And hopefully that transitions that translates to uh, people actually checking out the rest of the channel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been it's definitely been interesting to watch. It's funny because you, if you Google tabletop simulator X Wing, the the first two things that pop up are are your two tutorial videos. Oh, that's crazy! I haven't looked. Yeah. <laughs> so also, it, it puts me in a weird situation where this is a live mod. It's constantly being updated. It got mm-hmm. updated today. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, yeah. Uh, but it, it's weird because whenever that happens, I, I go, do I need to update my tutorial now? Because now the dials look completely different. Now there's different functionality with the dials. And it's like, oh, man, I got to go reshoot this and re-edit it. Yeah. It's not just a straight up drag and drop new clips in because now yeah. so many of the things look different. So yeah. I think my tutorial is about five months old and it's it's with the new dials coming out, I, I probably need to update it soon. Yeah. Which means I lose all those views, too. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't monetized anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, the next one, you know what? So I actually have an old TTS tutorial that 
um, if anybody finds it, it says, you know, new updated tutorial, yeah. visit this link. So uh, hopefully if I do update the tutorial, I'll use non-copyright music and uh, maybe yeah. I can monetize it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you know what? I haven't even reached a thousand view, uh, a thousand subscribers on YouTube. You can't even get partnership. So I could, even if it was oh, monetized, yeah. I couldn't make money on it. Uh, I'm at like yeah. nine fifty, I think, of a thousand before I can even make money on my YouTube videos. Oh man! All right, well, everybody, <laughs> everybody go, everybody go, subscribe to Hexhound Gaming's YouTube so he can get over, <laughs> get get partnered or whatever. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Right now. There we go. Thank you guys. Oh, you sweeties. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to sign her out, so right now my daughter is subscribing. That's fine. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be better. Uh, it, that'll be better than the history that your wife left for your daughter. So, <laughs> I got blamed for that. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like, oh, you that. Don't look at grapefruits the same way again. No, no, no. So, <laughs> gross. Uh, is anybody <laughs> playing in the um, Space Jam event this weekend? I am not because it. I thought about. I was thinking about it, and then it sold out like in a day. So I didn't. So I was like, whatever. So I came up with a weird idea. Yeah. Um, which was to sponsor a player. So I offered to someone in my Hexiled community and on the Discord. I was like, you know, I'll I'll pay your entrance fee if I can paint your ships. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to basically turn this event into NASCAR. I wanted oh, somebody nice. to be flying the uh, Hexiled Gaming ships. So yeah. I found somebody. Um, who's a nice uh, player, good player on uh, on TTS. And I was like, hey, man, I'll sponsor you if you fly the Hexile chips. What are you going to fly? And he's like, well, I'm going to fly. I'm not going to spoil it. But he told me what he's going to fly, and it was only two ships, and I was very excited because that's a lot e- less easy to, to paint. Uh, paint. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was like, you know what? Don't even worry about paying my my uh, entrance fee. So win-win. Um, he wants to fly my, my colors without being paid to do so. So awesome. great. Uh, and I talked to Dion. And I was like, "Hey, is it is it weird if somebody flies ships with my logo on it? I don't want you to think that it's like me Trojan horsing my way into yeah. your content." Yeah, and he's like, "No, nah, man, people could fly whenever they want." So yeah, uh, he was awesome. super nice about it. Um, so this weekend, if you're watching that GSP event, you will know when my <laughs> ships are being flown. <laughs> they are beautiful and heinous in the same breath. Excellent! Um, I can't wait. So to see really it. excited about that, and it, it's a nice way for me to get. One, for me to get time off because I'm going to be like, hey, guys, go watch the event because we have, uh, you know, yeah. a guy representing us. Um, but uh, also get my community together and send them over to watch somebody mm-hmm. else's content and uh, it allows me to watch on the couch. Yep. Um, and also be representing Hexel because there's somebody out there yeah. with our logo on it. You get a whole weekend off, man. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So, th- so, so for I- the, those that aren't aware, the Space Jam event is the uh, the Gold Squadron podcasts. Um, they're doing a an actual like live all in one weekend tournament through table through Tabletop Simulator. So, 144 players, I think. Um, that and you have to play six rounds in one day. You know, it's like a normal tournament. It's just all happening online, which I think is kind of a first, or at least, mm-hmm. or at least it hasn't been done to the scale before. So I think it won't be the last. I, I don't think it will be the last either. <laughs> uh, especially strong feelings on that one. Yeah, especially the way FFG is uh, cryptically talking on the internet. So, <laughs> um, what were you gonna say, Dom? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I just had a couple questions. Uh, so, how do you schedule your stream games? You say you have like a solid block of stream streaming, but uh, I assume this is all games for Kyber Cup or just different games. Um, so before Kyber Cup, I would just go on to the. Um, the discord for the mod and I would say hey guys I'm the stream is up the stream room's up uh, 
looking for two players, first players to come, you get your game in. And then eventually I started a waitlist. So whenever I would go live, I would throw the waitlist in the Discord and say, hey, if you want to play today, throw your names in here. It's not a commitment, but uh, when your name is up, I'll reach out over Discord, let you know if you're still available, hop in. If not, I'll go to the next person. No big deal. Um, when Kyber Cup started, I put a, um, a schedule in the Kyber Cup Discord, and I said, hey, guys, if you arrange a time with your opponent, please put it up here. One, for you, so that you don't have to go scrolling through Discord to find when your uh, allotted time was. And two, for me, I can sort of look at a, a big list of all the games that are happening today, and I can say, how many of these can I stream? So there's no commitment if you're in the Kyber Cup that you have to have your match streamed. Or if you're streaming or if you're playing while I'm streaming, that it has to be streamed. But it's a nice way for me to go, hey, you guys are in this time slot. Can I stream your game? Um, so it's it's pretty casual. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I, and your, your wait list is filling up pretty quick now these days. Yeah. Like, it's, it, I feel bad, especially during Kyber, because um, I prioritize Kyber games before sort of regular yeah. or bounty matches. And today I had, I think, three Kyber matches and I couldn't get to the six people who were waiting to get on stream. Mm. So I, I, f I feel really bad about that, but uh, it's kind of what it has to be during this yeah. tournament. Yeah, I've been, I was, well, that was the funny thing about Sunday when I hopped, because I, I got up and, and uh, everybody else in the house, uh, our sleep schedules are all whacked out. So like everybody else, everybody's staying up really late and like sleeping in and all this kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I, I got up first and I was sitting there and I saw that you hopped on to, to stream and uh, there was nobody downstairs. I'm like, I actually got some time here. So I, so I, I got onto the wait list like early and got in yeah. and, and played it. And that was my first time playing on, on the, uh, on your stream. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like I'll, I'll, I'll look at the wait list just to see like, you know, just to check it out. And they'll be like, you know, another two games or three games worth of people on that wait list sometimes that you you just don't get to in your yeah. in your day you know and and luckily nobody's i mean it's a it's a great community nobody's messaging me after and being like why didn't you get my game in yeah, I, yeah. I can't get my bounties i can't get my free stuff nobody's like that they're very yeah you know if they're 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 they are there to play x-wing uh on stream if possible but otherwise they're they're there to spectate and and watch and place bets and yeah. you know have fun with the community all right. Well, I think we're going to take a little break and do the uh, hit hit the uh, Florida news desk. Um, we will be back momentarily. Hi, I'm Jonathan. This week in Florida, law enforcement arrested a Florida man after he hit his girlfriend in the face with a burrito. First Coast News reported that an arrest report said Peter Michael Eloqua, 41 shoved his girlfriend into a chair in the bedroom of a home they share and threw a burrito at her on February 8th. A deputy found the woman with contents of the burrito spread across her face, neck and shoulder area. Eloqua was arrested on Monday and faces a domestic battery charges. Hey everybody, welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing, and we are now going to talk a little bit about the Jank Tank Open, since uh, both Dom and I participated in this, and um, I got knocked out immediately, uh, and <laughs> Dom made it one round, and uh, and got and got knocked out in the second round, so we're just going to go go over our lists a little bit, and like what, what, what complete garbage we ended up with, and <laughs> how we attempted to make it work. <laughs> 
for my benefit, can we go over what the uh, what what's the format here? Yeah, so the so the format is uh, it's a single elimination tournament. Um, okay. And they did uh, they basically did like just a bracket with it. So the first round, uh, there were I think a number of people that got buys the first round in order to create an even bracket for the rest of the tournament. So okay. Um, I think I want to say there was like twenty something buys maybe, um, but they had like four hundred and something players. I mean, those are like four hundred eighty. You know, it was a big event, basically. And um, what they did was they they randomized uh, two lists for everybody. So everybody got, um, they picked a faction and they randomized the list from that faction for you. And then they did another random roll to see what other faction you would get another list from. Okay. And then... What, um, what faction did you choose, Steve? I chose Imperials. Um, and then I guess my random list ended up being First Order. What about you, Dal? I chose Resistance, because that's what I had been playing the most of. Um, and then my random list was Imperials. So There you go. Okay. So this uh, once you got your two lists, they emailed them to you. And um, you, got, you, could, you could remove one upgrade and add one upgrade to the list as a total. So... Um, and that you know that would obviously give you more points to work with and whatever else. But that was that. Was, so it was very restricted what you could change. You couldn't change a ship. You couldn't change a pilot. Any of that stuff. You could only remove and add one upgrade. So and did the points matter for that? Uh, yes, you still had the standard two hundred. And that's funny that you say that because I think literally like one person figured that out and attempted to submit a list that was over two hundred points because he technically never said that you had to stay within two hundred points. <laughs> in the rules which was kind of fun I, I, I think i only know that that might have been a thing because travis and i were trying to figure out what you had changed in your list yeah and something seemed obvious but then we were like wait no that's too many points it's like is that even a problem he's like i sure hope so or this yeah. is stupid real quick <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't officially spelled out in the rules but somebody i think somebody attempted to submit a list like that one guy yeah. in every group yeah there's always that one guy um so yeah so anyways you make your swap or whatever and then and then you pick your one list of those two lists that you're going to fly in the tournament um and you have to you have to stick with that one yeah you got to stick with that one for the for the duration of the tournament it is single elimination so you know in my case i lost and got knocked out immediately and didn't have to worry about it anymore so (laughs) um spoilers spoilers i was gonna watch that game uh no you don't you don't are they posted that no, they're they're vassal games. I was gonna get the vassal log. Yeah, the vassal log is posted. I thought you posted every game ever played. The vassal log is posted. Yeah, so you could you could technically go find that and watch that. Um, but I think uh, that was a weird, it was a weird game. Anyways, the um, I ended up going with my imperial list, which was um, the options that I had. Uh, what I got randomly rolled was fifth brother with an ion missile. Merrick Steel with squad leader and advanced sensors, uh, a black squadron scout tie striker with outmaneuver and a hull upgrade. Uh, and it originally had agile gunner on it, which is com- eight points of complete uselessness. Um, and then a tie fighter oh, with Mahler Missile. What does agile gunner do? Is that Ad- the one that lets you move your arc at the end of the turn or something? Yeah, yeah, during the end phase, you can rotate your, your arc, which you don't have on a tie striker. So Mahler Mythyl, uh, yeah, yeah. So then I had Mahler Mythyl, but you know the original list was just Mahler Mythyl naked with nothing on him. I took Agile Gunner off and put Afterburners on Mahler Mythyl, just to be <laughs> cheeky. Um, so it was kind of fun because it was like you know all of a sudden he could boost and actually get to range one when he wanted to. So that was uh, 
that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, so that was my swap was the Agile Gunner for Afterburner swap. I, I, my original thinking was like, oh, I'll just take ion missiles off for homing missiles on Fifth Brother since that's like the thing you do on Fifth Brother. Um, then I thought... Then you, then you remembered that the Agile Gunner is just standing there being like, hey, look at me. Yeah, Agile, Agile Gunner is a big eight points. Like, squad leader is a giant waste of time, too, over here on, on Merrick Steel. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah. The Ad- between a waste of time and a complete waste of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, I could have used squad leader. Um, I never did, but it was, a, it was there as an option. Um, but... I, I decided just to leave the ion missiles on fifth brother because I thought it'd be funny to use fifth brother's ability to ion something which was hilarious and I and I actually did get to do that so good times what did you hit <laughs> um I did it to uh well okay so I did it in like when we first got the list I decided I played like a practice game um wasn't I playing against you Dom yeah you did it when we were playing yeah yeah, yeah I did it to the uh, I did it to Boba um <laughs> So like I hit Boba. So Boba had a uh, what's it called? The dis- disabled power regulator on him. So he'd already gotten like an ion from a disabled power regulator, and then uh, so that so he you know is gonna have like another turn or whatever. So then I shot at him with the ion missile, uh, only hit for one. Used his uh, fifth brother's ability to add the other crit on, which added another the second ion token. So I ioned him a turn early, basically, which was funny. And then I think I did it in my actual game. Uh, my actual my actual game too I, I can't remember can't even, I can barely remember what I flew oh that's so the reason so I flew against an advanced sensor GURI list um, <sighs> yeah exactly so, oh they must have changed that right they, well, they didn't just naturally no, roll that no they rolled GURI but they they just lucked out they, they lucked out that they had enough points to actually put advanced sensors on, <laughs> on her so it was like Bosk advanced sensors GURI um, an autopilot drone and a uh, cartel spacer, uh, I think mm. was the list basically. But yep. advanced sensors Gurry alone was like yeah, like yeah. that can solo just about any random list. <laughs> Especially yeah, when you're sitting there with a random ass list of jank that's all with nothing over a five, and and then I lost the initiative. So the entire game was decided basically by the initiative roll. See that that was my only pro- when I heard about this style of tournament. I'm like, oh, somebody's gonna roll a good list. Yeah, and then. What's that? I'm I'm glad you got to ionize Boba. I mean, you had a small victory in there, which is that you got to use uh, Fifth Brother on an ion missile. So that's that's one thing that I do, being not very good at X-Wing, is I set small goals to achieve in a match. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah, that was my jank tank goal. But I do want to. Yeah, my jank tank goal (laughs) was the small victory of getting the homing missile Fifth Brother trick to work, or the ion missile Fifth Mm -hmm. Brother trick to work, because it was just funny. But but yeah, because the way they did the initiative for this for jank tank was um it's not based on points it's literally just one person rolls a die if that person rolls a hit they have initiative if they roll a blank the other person has initiative like that's That's literally which is an interesting way to do it but at the same time it's also like the my game in particular against an advanced sensors gurry where there's four fives on the board i have three i've i well i'm sorry no i had two fives and and a a four and a three so you know, my, that game was just straight up decided by by that role, just because, you know, if, if I'm moving first, I'm screwed. If I'm moving second, I actually have a chance. So, um, but anyways, I digress. It's 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 a it's a random, completely random tournament. I wasn't expecting anything other than just a good time. So, um, Dominic, what was uh, what was your list? 
So, uh, like I said, I picked Resistance as my faction I wanted to get a random squad for. And uh, <clears throat> part of the reason for that was because I played a lot recently. But the other reason was because I feel like most of the Resistance chassis are just generally solid and worth their points. Um, with the exception, of course, of the Resistance Bomber. Uh, so I was like, well, hopefully I don't get a Resistance Bomber. And sure enough, I got like a 100-point cat or something like that in my, uh, in my uh, Resistance, Resistance Squad. Yeah. It was it was very <laughs> bad. And, uh, and so... And so I took the Imperialist, and uh, I had a, a Scrub Decimator Patrol Leader um, with Fifth Brother, which is actually pretty pretty good on Decimator. Yeah. Uh, yeah ion Bombs. No, that wasn't. Ion Bombs and Sienna Re. I had Ved Foslo, who is, uh, if you're not familiar, the Thai Advanced X1 pilot uh, at I-4, uh, who What's can change the... Ability? While you execute a maneuver, uh, you may... Excuse me. While you execute a maneuver, you may execute a maneuver of the same bearing and difficulty of a speed one higher or lower instead. Um, Steve, I'm so blanking on the name. What's the first edition person? Oh, that it, was... Um, it was um, Juno? Juno? Juno Eclipse. Juno Eclipse. Juno Eclipse. Yes. Okay, yeah, the one yep. from um, uh, Force Unleashed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and he had Magpulse Warheads, which I'd never played before, so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Night Beast, uh, the TIE Fighter Naked, and then Lieutenant Kestel. Uh, the Thai aggressor naked. Um, so not great, but you know whatever, uh, fine. But there's uh, my a lot change of them. was to drop Sienna Re uh, off the decimator and put barrage rockets on Kestel. Yeah, four ships isn't bad, um, and just so Kestel has a little bit more punch, a little more firepower. Um, and uh, ended up playing two games. Won the first, lost the second. Uh, both really fun games. Um, I, I kind of agree with Stephen. I mean, you know, my second game that I lost, I certainly made mistakes, and I, you know, I think it was a winnable game. But uh, the guy I was playing against had Rick Ollie with Daredevil and Advanced Sensors, so that's an I five, right, Ooh. with Advanced Sensors and Daredevil. Um, and I don't have any fives, right? And even if I did, you know, you'd have the initiative roll. So that was tough. I mean, I, I really didn't have a plan for how I could deal with him, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it didn't work out. So, no. Uh, but in general, I think it was a cool idea. Uh, I really enjoyed, obviously, the opportunity to just get play X-Wing. Um, I really enjoyed my first game, just talking talking to my opponent. You know, we, we talked on, on Discord while we played. Uh, my second game, it was funny. I actually was messaging this guy like, oh, he's not messaging me back. You know, this is annoying. We need to schedule our game, whatever. And then he told me that his time zone was six hours uh, behind me. And I was like, six hours behind. I was in Hawaii. Where is that? And I was like, it has to be Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I was like, Preston. I know, I know someone who. Wait, <laughs> I know someone who plays X Wing in Hawaii. <laughs> and sure enough, the guy that I was playing against, I actually am acquaintances with. So he's friends with Stephen. You know him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's how we yeah. Well, well, our plan. I, he actually already. <laughs> uh, who knows what's going to happen now? But he he had already picked up an Airbnb for Worlds. Um, in October and I was, you know, I was planning on rooming with him. So, <laughs> yeah. So we hit it off of worlds or we, we at least got, you know, talk a bit of worlds and then I ended up playing him in this, uh, this 500 person, you know, 400 person tournament. So that was That's funny. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, you know, the funny thing is I, I went into it like with my list and I got, I'm like, Hey, I got, you know, I got two fives in here and that's not, you know, in this, in this environment where I'm not probably going to run into a ton of sixes, 
Um, I, that seems pretty good, right? And then the first round, I run into like you know advanced sensor Guri, and it's like, oh god, really? <laughs> yeah. And I assume you you lost the uh, yes the initiative. Yeah, yeah, I lost it. So yeah, so I lost it, and then it, that was just kind of the game from there. Like I made some, I probably made some mistakes, but. Uh, I'm sure I did, but it, it was part of it also was because like you're sitting there trying to second guess advanced sensor Guri, right? So that I think that yeah. kind of forces you into some weird maneuvers <laughs> at times. But now, Dom, you're not you're not big into other other sort of competitive games, are you? Or have you been in the past? Uh, wh- what do you mean by that? Well, like um, are you you don't have a collectible card game background or anything like that, do you? No, 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 no. X-wing, yeah, I. It, yeah, X-Wing is the first game. I'm a very competitive person, so I'm actually a little surprised that I've never really gotten more into it. But I think part of it is that I just didn't really do much in-person gaming until I got married and had kids, ironically enough. <laughs> and Were you playing, playing like a, video, games. a video gamer by nature or something? Or? Yeah, I played more video games when I was younger and, and uh, you know, just pick up sports. And, you know, well, it's just yeah. funny to hear you guys sort of describe this jank tank open as if it's... I mean, it's a cool thing because I've never seen them do this for X-Wing before, but, like, the sealed deck or draft tournament format for collectible card games is, like, as old as time. So it's funny that you guys kind of had your first experience with this, you know, even five years into playing X-Wing. Yeah. Because yeah, I've always preferred that's... sealed and limited environments. They're more fun to me. So this actually sounds like a riot and a hoot, and I would love to play this. Yeah, I mean, it was de- like I said, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. It was definitely fun. Um, totally. I, yeah. You know, I, I would totally do it again if they, if they decide to hold another one. I don't know if they will because it sounds like Farmer has, has had quite a time uh, dealing with four hundred and odd players. Order, I'm yeah. sure it's a lot easier now, but the the first round and getting everybody ready to go for that first round was, I'm sure, a bear. So, <laughs> um, oh, for sure. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how many. You know, maybe he'll do it again. I don't know, but. It's uh, it was definitely an interesting event. It was it was fun. Uh, I would like I said I'd totally do it again. But there there is that just completely random side to it that is like and you can't I mean I, you can't go into that event taking it seriously as a competitive event. It it it's it just you know isn't really. But um, uh, well, so let me but take this in a different direction maybe actually because I think your comment is really interesting. Uh, about draft, right? Seal, seal, well, you, you mean sealed formats in general, right? Um, yeah, just any limited but, uh, format like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, like, you've got this whole thing of, you know, money and is a limiting factor in collectibles, whereas theoretically it's not a limiting factor with X-Wing, although it can be. Um, right. You know, you should, in theory, be able to play any squad in X-Wing that you want to. Um, but... Uh, there's actually another um, format that I so like one thing obviously when you have limited formats in card games though like you get to pick from a pool of things right but like you still get yeah. to create synergies they're just not quite as effective whereas like this has the awkward thing of that you can literally just get useless cards right like you can get cards on your ships that cannot use them right oh yeah um, for sure if there were a way to maybe change the model slightly you know so. It, it could still be a limit. I think it could still be like a fun random model with a little bit of tweaking where it was just slightly more uh, friendly. Like maybe you get a pool of upgrade cards randomly, like, and then you could assign them, you know, I don't know, or something, right? No, no, I actually um, like where you're going with that. Well, because if you look at the history of, and I'm going to go straight down a non X Wing nerd path here, but I'll do it briefly, I swear. 
if you go look at like the history of Magic, back in the day when they did sealed tournaments, you'd get something like three booster packs, and you'd have to shuffle them all in with some lands, and that was your deck. Well, eventually they oh, wow. discovered that was a terrible <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, it was just terrible. Yeah. But um, well, it's funny because actually they they do something even. That's a basically worse what this now, is. But... I mean, literally, that's basically what this is. Well, eventually they discovered that all they really had to do was make it four packs and let you trim out your 15 least favorite cards. And yeah, you ended up with some stinkers in there. You know, some things you didn't really want. Sometimes it would even be off-color from the factions you were playing, and you were like, well, I may never actually play this. But you'd always find some use for it. So it's interesting. I'm really kind of curious what they'll do with this, this, this whole idea of being able to play a limited format of X-Wing. Because I actually think it's great. Because I... I have been quoted several times in this podcast as saying, I actually don't really like constructed X-Wing all that much. You know, Steve said he ran into somebody that had a five with 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 advanced sensors, and he didn't. That's every game of X-Wing for me. You know what I mean? I don't really like any of the six-skill pilots, so I end up just constantly running into high pilot-skill guys that arc dodge me. Like, that's every game right. of X-Wing for me. And I, I, love, great I love constructed competitive. I love constructed competitive X-Wing, but I still really... I think we still don't have enough alternate formats. Um, you know, I would, I've wanted to play even just something as simple as Hangar Bay the entire time I played X-Wing, and I have played in zero Hangar Bay. You never played a Hangar Bay? I have never played a Hangar Bay. You didn't get I mean, it, I've you wanted didn't get one, to. For, you didn't get one in at Worlds? Uh, no, I was just too done yeah. by the end. I, yeah. I think, did I play any pods at all? No, I don't think so. I just messed I'm gonna, around. I'm going to propose a format on the air, okay? Let's All do right, this. Let's, let's be creative on the air. We'll do it just at... And I'm going to steal an idea from a different game. There was an old... There's an old minis game that was a collectible minis game called Mech Warrior. In a pack yeah, of Mech Warrior, there were four figures. Battle tech! Oh, yeah, for sure. I have the figures upstairs. Pushing my glasses I, up on my nose. Oh, nice. <laughs> I just, battle I just uh, got in on the new clan Kickstarter, so who knows when we'll get those Oh, did you really? So. Sweet. But uh, I made. I actually pulled all my figures out the other day and made the kids play with them because they wanted to talk about video games. Like, now nah, we're gonna play with little toy robots. <laughs> but um, they used to do battle royale formats at Dragon Con. What the battle royale was was there's four figures in a pack. There's one mech. There's one vehicle. There's two infantry units. All you did is you sat at a table with four people. Okay, you'd each open the pack. You draft one of the figures and pass it to the uh, pass it to the left where you draft another figure and you did that. So you played a four a four figure army. What if you did that in like with X-wing? With just um, do they still have the what the fast, the quick build or the fast forces cards or whatever? Yeah, they still have the quick builds. Yeah, do they still make those? Are they relatively they balanced? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anyone has ever played with the quick builds. Not since, I won like, a release. quick build tournament at my store. Thank you very much. Um, well, I I, well, I know one guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. yeah, we we the did guy the... playing Vader flew it off the board. So uh... <laughs> there you go. That's one way to win. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think the quick builds. You had an were... ugly win, right? Yeah, the quick yeah. builds. I I ran one quick build tournament at, at our store, and then we had, and I know there was some at. Um, at Gen Con, it was kind of a thing that the year um, 2.0 came out. Um, there was some quick build stuff going on. I, they've done some stuff with it, but it's been very little. One really cool, uh, fun format that we did in Tampa for a while. I don't. I assume uh, some of the Tampa guys told you about this Steve, at some point. Um, I didn't develop it, but but they did. Uh, Brad and Ryan mm-hmm. um, was. We did a. We would always do like a month long or a two month long um, X Wing like fantasy football 
esque uh, thing. Yeah. Where, it, where you would basically, we would all get together for draft night at the beginning. You'd buy in, and you would draft, uh, you know, twenty people. There's like twenty people playing or whatever, and you draft all the pilots in the game. I mean, you you wouldn't get them all off the board, but you know, uh, everyone would draft, you know, six pilots or whatever it is, right? And you can fly as many scrubs as you want. Um, but name all the name pilots in X-Wing, um, and the only the person who drafts that pilot can play him for the rest of the uh, the uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you would you know play different people every week, and if your pilots got killed, then you wouldn't be able to use them the next week because they get injured, mm-hmm. um, and all sorts of fun, fun stuff. Um, it was really neat. Um, there was actually a lot of strategy in the drafting, right? Because yeah. You had to think about which faction you want to play. Now, this is 1.0, so it was a little simpler. Yeah. Uh, it was a little better for this in some ways because there's only three factions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could you basically have like, hey, I want to play this faction. Uh, but if, you know, maybe if I draft too aggressively, um, you know, I might be able to get one really good person to that faction, but then I won't get these other pilots I want or whatever it might be. That yeah, sounds that's, like a lot of fun too. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it, it would be cool to see. I mean, obviously, you know, we've got the jank tank thing and, and, um, and there's a lot of alternate formats kind of showing up in these a lot of these online events because there's a ton of them out there right now. There's there's like I've kind of lost count at this point of the number of people posting like for diff- some different online type event they're doing. And I've seen a bunch of different types of formats. I wish I could remember them off the top of my head at the moment. But um, but there seems to be a lot of them and there's a lot of creativity going on in event formats right now um, because of this online uh play that everybody's doing so uh you know it'll be interesting to see where we where we come out of this um compared to the standard 206 x-wing games that that you know we're all obviously used to um obviously ffg events i think are still going to be what they are but um i think um aces high has been you know super popular um and i i wouldn't be surprised to see some more aces high type events Mm-hmm. Um, pop up and i'll say the uh the tts mod just came out with um automatic uh aces high placement for the spawn points and all that stuff oh, nice. i i did one oh, aces high stream and honestly the 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 tts is fine with it right now it's the overlay does not have a uh a tts you can't mix factions and stuff in the overlay yeah so that's that's more of a problem than the uh the software <laughs> for the for huh. the streamers, yeah. <laughs> also, watching the patch notes for TTS, they just added collision um, maps for epic ships. So hopefully, we'll get epic soon because hmm. I have still never played epic in 2.0. I have I've never played, played epic at all. I played one time in in 1.0, and it, it, took, it was fantastic. It took yeah. forever, it took and forever. then that sort of got fixed in 2.0, and I still haven't tried it out. But it it evidently with the with the um, the wing tool and stuff it moves a lot mm-hmm. faster do they still has have... anyone done that yet oh no I, I was about... asked a question about it in uh, lore master oh i did not get it right Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. wait what happened with lore master joe oh we segueing to that <laughs> yeah we're, we're here's the segue <laughs> spoiler alert everybody on the program did a fantastic job except for me oh <laughs> I neither performed well nor was particularly funny. That's yeah. actually my entire review. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody has oh, an off day, right? I brought it up. 
But, it, was, it was weird. There was there were expectations, right? When you when you are not just a Florida man, but you are representing as the Florida man, there's certain there's a certain bar that has been set for shenanigans. And I could blame it on any number of things. Um, my liver was being kind of a bitch. Um, it was a weeknight, I guess. I don't know. But either way, I imbibed far less than I did the first time. And I think it was in- expected that I would imbibe more, which would have been a real <laughs> challenge. <laughs> which would have been would have been somewhat self-destructive and self-defeating. Yeah. So I did not. Well, let, let me just let me just put it the first time the first time Joe uh recorded at at my place and uh he did not go home that night. He he passed out on my couch after the record, <laughs> after recording that episode. I did. I did. That's true. Yeah. I also discovered a certain disdain for most most of the questions were 2.0 related questions and mm-hmm. I know nothing about 2.0. I don't I don't know, and I, I think I'm. I think I'm attempting not to know. I didn't realize how of knowledge averse I have become. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a because we because a lot of because we talk about a lot of this. It's not like we haven't talked about it on the show before. I think you just you just like blow it out of your brain immediately. Like you don't you don't you don't retain it. <laughs> the 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 questions could easily have been in another language, and I would not have had any more idea what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. They were asking me about specific X-Wing players, of which I know none. And oh, specific, yeah. apparently there's other podcasts other than ours. Yes, Joe. You were <laughs> I was not aware of that. Yeah, so, you know, spoiler alert, when they asked me that question, I get that one wrong. <laughs> and there are factions that are not Scum, Imperial, and, um, and uh, Rebel. Yes. Yep. Yeah, apparently they've added new factions. They have, yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> yep. Didn't get any of those questions right either. Yeah, you know. It happens. So, so you know, all it right. was still fun, and I I really do appreciate them having me on. Yeah, those guys do a fantastic job. Like some of the best production I, I've, I've I ever seen. I gotta give I I'll give it to Bruno, um, uh, who hosts that show. Um, it, that dude does like a crazy amount of editing. Like the amount of editing he does for that show is impressive actually like i because because i'm lazy as shit when it comes to the editing i i don't, I don't want to do hardly any if i ha- if i don't have to and and he goes into every one of those lore master shows knowing that he's got like you know maybe a week's worth of editing <laughs> on the thing after he records it so um and writing and he writes like the little those like scripts for it and you know does the the bits with the robot voice and and all that kind of stuff so it's it's pretty intense the amount of work he puts into it so gotta gotta give him respect for that Yep. But so is that Steve? Is that episode released already? Uh, it has. Yeah, yeah. It has. Okay, so I, I invite everybody to go listen to it, but keep like your finger on the fast forward button. If you start to hear my voice, just you know, jam that button real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up for this evening. Um, Scott, I wanted to give you uh, give you a chance for a shout out or or to you know just kind of pimp whatever you want to pimp. Go for it, man. It's all you. Cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'll be streaming for the most part six days a week on twitch.tv slash Gaming. This weekend is uh, Gold Squadron Podcast's Space Jam event, and I have some custom painted ships that are going to show up in that tournament. So be on the lookout for that. You'll know when they're on stream. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. who's, who's playing these, these custom painted ships? What's the name to look out for? Uh, 8-Bit Deity is his name on oh, yeah. Twitch and Discord, so... All right, we'll keep an eye out for 8-Bit Deity rocking the Hexiled yep. Games uh, ships. Yep. So, 
All right, uh, Joe, Dom, you guys got any shout-outs? I do, but I want to get skipped because I can't remember the name of something. Okay, Dom, you got anything? Well, I can't help you, Joe. I don't have anything. Okay. You're up. All right. Uh, no, no, you have to stall. Stall. No, for I'll, time. I'll, I'll, stall I'll, for I'll stall. Time. I'll stall. So she's got it. Okay. Yeah. So the big thing is, um, for me, is that the campaign against cancer has been uh, postponed. So it was originally supposed to be May second. It's been pushed back to July eighteenth. So for anybody who's not aware of that, out. I mean, that's 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 the the date at the moment. So hopefully that holds, and hopefully um, people can kind of get out and about a little bit by then. Um, but, you know, obviously that's a fluid situation, and it may be a state-by-state, location-by-location state, um, location situation, too. So uh, if you were planning on going to a CAC event, um, keep an eye out on all the, uh, the Facebook groups and everywhere, um, and specifically with your event location, um, just to make sure that they are actually going to be able to hold it that day. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully there'll be more word on that soon. Um, you know, and then obviously FFG is, it uh, sounds like FFG's delayed everything until um, at least September as far as uh, physical look, uh, physical uh, events, uh, official FFG events go. So um, also, again, a fluid situation. So we'll see what happens there. But I have, I have a question about that. I yeah. assume you just don't know the answer. But uh, number one, mm, Maybe irrelevant now, but did Florida ever get any uh, store uh, champ kits? Uh, my the only thing that I heard, I heard there was one store in Pensacola that got one that actually received. Did they run it? it? No, before it was right. So maybe it just like fell over the border from uh, from Alabama. Who knows? Yeah, it, they got one. I, I heard. I got to talk to. I'll have to talk to Mo. Um, so Mo, if you're listening, you know, reach out to me because I think he said that there was a store out out in his area that got one. Um, but I don't believe it, it was been, it was run yet. So, uh, and as, and I can't, I, I don't know. I, I, I have no information from cool stuff right now because they're basically just closed. Um, right. their employees are all on, you know, furlough without pay basically until the store is reopened. So I've been, you know, trying to res- obviously respect that. I'm not going to bother those guys over there because they're, they're not working. So, um, so this is kind of a topic, but just maybe 30 seconds, two more minutes on it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And relevant yeah i mean obviously entirely speculation but i mean you'd ha- maybe think that they would let people run the season one store champ kits later you know when oh, yeah. when things kind of free back up so we might kind of get a glut of tournaments the big thing on my mind is okay assuming we have worlds in october still yeah which is probably i mean probably would happen do they just get rid of the invite system since people have had so many fewer opportunities to get invites? Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's going to be interesting because there's a couple of things at play here. One is the fact that um, the invite system obviously is really screwed up at the moment because the, the invites were all based on winning prime championships and making top eights at uh, system opens. Uh, all of the system opens have been pretty much either canceled or delayed until um, God knows when. And then there's also the Coruscant Invitational, which normally happens at Worlds as well, which is predicated on having a winner from each system open there to play in the Coruscant Invitational. Um, so how they're going to deal with that, um, you know, I, I would tend to think that they're probably if, if they if they actually try to hold Worlds on the original date and they're allowed to, that my guess is that they would probably just do away obviously the people who earned invites can use them but for the most then it's just a free-for-all probably for tickets unless they come up with some other system 
Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows what the demand will even be, you know, because it's one of those things like we don't know what the situation is going to be by then. Um, Fair. We yeah, don't totally know true. how many people are going to be like, yeah, I'd really love to go to Worlds. And I know you're technically allowed to have Worlds, but do I really want to put myself in a room with 500 people? Yeah. Um, you know, so I think there's going to there's going to be a. it's really hard to say what the appetite for that kind of an event is going to be um, in October. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's, there's a ton of stuff, uh, you know, variables here. And it's the only thing the only way we'll know is is with time. So, yeah. Um, Sorry to derail, derail the end of the show there, but uh, I just. No, no, I think it's an important question. Oh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, it's definitely not. I feel like by this time next week or whenever we record the next episode, I feel like we'll know more. But then again, I probably felt that last week at this time, too, and I don't know anymore. Yeah, and the other thing that we didn't didn't really talk about today at all or bring up, but I'll bring it up now, um, is, you know, FFG put out feelers on the Internet about um, possibly running, you know, how people feel about doing online events. Um, you know, oh, really? I didn't it was see a, that. it was a pretty generic question. So I don't know specifically what game they were referencing, you know, who knows? Um, and, and it obviously brings up some really sticky topics for FFG because all of the online platforms for their games are all community run non-official things. So, yep. you know, yep. are they, you know, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't appear that they're going to change that anytime soon because they had no. an interactive division and now they do not yeah yeah they don't have a division for it for one and for two it's 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 just like the x-wing app right like if they were to try to come out with an x-wing online platform like to replace tts or vassal it would have to be better it's got to be better than both of them it's got to be like exceptionally good because people are used to having these two pretty damn good free platforms and um, if FFG comes up with a paid version that isn't as good as TTS or Vassal, it's just going to be a disaster on their hands. They're probably DOA. Yeah. So they're probably just better off, you know, looking beyond the, the obvious, you know, issues with TTS and Vassal that they've just ignored for the most part over the years because people used it. But it, it, people basically used it as a practice method. And, and there was very, very few people using it as an actual replacement for owning and playing X-Wing in real life. Um, so they just could, you know, largely ignore it and, and, and let it be because it was a really, it actually was probably a really good sidecar, you know, to their, to their product. Uh, and I think it helped, you know, I think in a lot of ways it's helped because it's, it, it gives people a chance to play and, and get reps in when they live in an area that doesn't have a lot of players or if their schedule's weird and blah, blah, blah. So it, you know, it keeps people in the game that may have otherwise dropped out anyway. So I think that's a lot of reason why they, they've left it alone. But, um, you know, who knows how you're going to deal with that if you decide to hold online events. And the only platforms to do it are these essentially community-run, free, third-party platforms that they have no control over. (laughs) So It's it's hard to walk it back later, right? Like, you can't put that genie back in a bottle if you say it's okay now. And then once the world goes back to a sort of normal, you can't go, well, you know what, we're not okay with it anymore. But yeah. It's also weird because it's a license, so maybe they don't have complete control over that decision. Right, yeah. exactly. Later as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, who, yep. and, and yep. that's the yeah, that's the thing is LFL and, and Disney comes into play 
here at some point in some way. And I feel like a lot of people are being really lenient with things right now because of the situation. So maybe Disney and LFL is going to be like, yeah, whatever, just go with it. You know, we, we would rather have people excited about something Star Wars related than than not. So, um, but who knows? On the other hand, people are already playing online, right? So like the advantage to FFG, I mean, I could be wrong here, right? But like, it seems to me that the primary reason they would want to hold events is to sell product. Yeah. Right. And online events do not sell product in the format that they currently exist. Yeah. Right. Not even some digital version of product. Yeah. Um, so the only reason they could theoretically want to hold online events is just to keep the, you know, things going. Yeah. Yeah. They need to, I mean, they, they need to keep the community going. And um, because, you know, it's obviously you don't want it to die off through just sheer lack of anything to do. Um, now, the community itself has, has really pulled together and, and done a lot. Um, as far as all this online stuff goes to, to kind of keep everybody moving and going forward. But eventually like that can only go on probably so long before FFG has to do something. Um, and you know, the official events, you know, are really kind of the driving force between, uh, for a lot of stuff. So, you know, who it's hard to say how they're going to deal with that down the line, but you know, hopefully they do. And I, I mean, they make, you know, I don't, I couldn't tell you the economics of it, but I'm assuming they make some level of money off of just the event itself and charging, you know, entry fees and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they were, they had to be making some pretty good money off of the pods and all that stuff at Worlds, right? Like, was it 10 bucks, 10 bucks a head for every, um, every pod and you had people playing eight, eight people per pod and you had, and you had people playing like th- three, four pods a day. Uh, if they weren't playing in the main events, um, you know, and obviously you got to provide staff and prize support and rent the space out and that kind of stuff. And like, I don't know what the actual economics are by any stretch, but um, you figure they make some money off of the off off the events themselves too. So, but anyways, um, yeah, good tangent, good tangent. <laughs> All <laughs> right, masterfully well, done. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll that'll wrap it up for us this week, and uh, appreciate you coming on, Scott, and joining us. Um, yeah, you thanks know, for having me. No problem. We'll uh, we'll get you on again sometime. Um, hey, maybe, I'll maybe get next you time. on the stream. Yes. All right. You want me to come on? Can I come on and commentate? Sure. Sure. Oh man. Yeah. Mate, all right, mate. That, that that might have to be a thing. Okay. Ooh, buddy. We'll talk. But about also, it. you gotta you still have a few more games in the Kyber Cup. So I got the Kyber Cup games. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, All right. Well, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining. Catch you guys later. Dials down. Bottoms Bottoms up. up.